Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to Top Stories for another delve into the archives of the Bugle podcast. I am Andy Zaltzman. For our top story today, we're going back to December 2010. WikiLeaks was responsible for a deluge of classified information being WikiLeaked, but the jury was out on exactly how bothered anyone was about these revelations. This is issue 136 of the Bugle, entitled Do I Not Leak That? with me and John Oliver. Top story this week. Oh shit, the world is leaking. <laughs> and the the world of international relations sprung a leak so big this last week that it would take a morbidly obese Dutch boy to stick his bloated finger in it to stop the flow. <laughs> the controversial whistleblowing website WikiLeaks published the first phase of what they claim is more than 250,000 secret State Department documents in one of the biggest leaks of classified information in human history. In fact, this was only really a leak in the sense that the Niagara River has a slight leak near northern Buffalo. The (laughs) only problem with sifting through all this is the sheer scale involved. There are so many documents that WikiLeaks is only releasing information in stages, essentially serialising the leaks like Charles Dickens did. And just like a Dickens novel, when you put all the documents together, they make one dense, borderline, impenetrable read (laughs) with a lot of funny names to help you get through. (laughs) Yep, Armageddon is upon us as God himself foretold, the infinitely old white male of no fixed abode. The end (laughs) would be presaged by a website leaking a mixture of potentially sensitive information and degrade diplomatic gossip. This will undermine the very foundations of international politics and by association of human life itself, leading inexorably to chaos, conflict and someone misinterpreting a private conversation and starting a nuclear war. (laughs) Oh well, it was fun while it lasted, but I guess all good things come to an end. Thank you, Julian Assange. Thank you very much. Merci. Uh, so, he's Australian, doesn't count, but still. So, 
What, what has the global response to the biggest revelation of classified information in history been so far? Well, slight disappointment, to be honest. The complaint <laughs> seems to be there are no real surprises therein. <laughs> what we basically learned was that everything you assume about how nations behave and what they think about each other, it turns out you've been essentially assuming correctly. <laughs> and people seem almost disappointed that they haven't been up to anything much more interesting than this. Oh, North Korea's arms dealing with Iran? Well, that's what we all thought. America thinks Karzai's corrupt? Big whoop! Putin's the big power in Russia? Yawnsville. The US has been conducting drone attacks in Yemen? Tell me something a six-year-old girl doesn't know. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. If there are truly no surprises here, maybe the documents aren't to blame. Perhaps it's our fault. We've now become so cynical that it is impossible to surprise us anymore. <laughs> We're so quick to expect the worst that when our instinct turns out to be true, all of a sudden we start complaining that we knew all along. <laughs> Perhaps we're just so jaded that the world is consistently meeting our worst expectations. <laughs> oh, what's that you say? The American government pressured Germany to not pursue charges against CIA agents who arrested an innocent man and sent him to be interrogated at Guantanamo Bay? Big deal! I already guessed that was happening! <laughs> but, but again, so what if you already assumed that? That is objectively a big deal. Just because it doesn't happen to be surprising to you does not affect the fundamental issue of the deal's overall size. <laughs> it does give some insight into uh, how American foreign policy works, previously only available to the public from sources such as 24, the Bourne trilogy, and the Naked yeah. Gun films. Yeah. And it does, as you say, seem that basically it just involves bitching behind people's backs and low-level mischief-making. It's basically <laughs> life skills learnt in the school playground, which... Um, <laughs> Well, it's good, it's good to know that that's all you need to get into top-level diplomacy. But again, I think that's what everyone already assumes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Peter King, though, the uh, chairman of the Homeland Security Committee in America, um, he uh, expressed support for listing WikiLeaks as a foreign terrorist organisation. <laughs> Pretty shit getting, terrorist organisation. Getting a bit overexcited, he said, WikiLeaks presents a clear and present danger to the national security of the United States. And then added... Can I get a part in the film, please? I thought that was pretty authentic. I can hammer it up a bit more if you want. Zoom in on the words clear and present danger and whack some orchestral behind it. Bingo! <laughs> or maybe overall we're right to be disappointed by these secrets. And it's just that the Patriot Act has, has now so devolved the term classified that most of these documents are actually nothing you wouldn't reasonably expect to find in the bins outside the back of the UN. <laughs> it's basically or, graffiti, essentially. Yeah, or, or is there a third option here? Maybe this is a grand scheme on behalf of the American government to convince us that they're not nefarious at all. They're just f***ing boring. <laughs> so, who is the evil and or heroic genius behind all this? Well, as you mentioned, the mastermind is a man named Julian Assange, a rodenty Australian computer hacker driven to embarrass governments into greater transparency. Now, what would possess someone to do this with their lives? Is it a selfless desire to see the world become a better place? Or is it because the girl he liked at school refused to go out on a date with him and he's never really gotten over it? Well, when you hear him talk, it could well be both. Because when asked about his motives by Time magazine, he said, I like crushing bastards. <laughs> it's very satisfying to me. Of course, there's a personal psychology to it that I enjoy crushing bastards. <laughs> I like a good challenge. So... He sees this as a kind of egomaniacal, diplomatic whack-a-mole game. And I just don't think that you can use a phrase like crushing bastards unless you're either a professional wrestler or a professional superhero. Either way, you have to be wearing a cape. Well, we have a Julian Assange fact 
box now. Julian Assange was secretly born in obscurity somewhere he won't let anyone know about. <laughs> Nobody knows if he was born to a human mother or not. We can only guess. He might or might not have been raised in the wild as a feral child by wolves, but he won't leak that information, the f***ing hypocrite. Assange defends, him, defends himself by saying that most stuff in the world is the result of leaks. Take the Ten Commandments, he said yesterday. Did God really want that public domain, or did he simply have to make up a cover story because Moses couldn't keep his big f***ing mouth shut? And if someone hadn't leaked it out that Germany had invaded Poland, the Second World War would never have happened, would it? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Assange's first leak was due to a misunderstanding at school. A friend said, hey, Julian, I need to take a leak. And Assange took him to one side and gave him copies of phone records proving that his friend's mother was having an affair with a geography teacher. This is also Assange's first experience of being called an interfering little <laughs> by the people involved in the leak. <laughs> Assange thinks a fact is not a fact until it is covertly disseminated to the media. When he was a little boy, he would not believe his mummy had bought a bag of oranges from the shop until she had fed the details of the purchase to a journalist from the local paper and had seen proof on the following following day's front page. Only then would he come down from his bedroom to have his orange. He was a very thin boy. Assange claims he has information about every single person in the world. If you've forgotten something about yourself, just give him a call and he'll pop the info on his website. <laughs> Only this morning I couldn't remember what I'd been doing between the years 1998 and 2007. So I called Assange, wherever he is currently hiding from international justice, and 20 minutes later I read online that I had in fact been fighting against the drug cartels in Medellin, Colombia. Thankfully, Times Online then offered me the bugle gig and I got out before it was too late. <laughs> That's your Julian Assange fact box. There you go if you've enjoyed today's issue of Top Stories or indeed anything you've ever heard from the Bugle Podcast stable. Please help us stay free, flourishing and independent by contributing to the Bugle Voluntary Subscription Scheme at thebuglepodcast.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.